today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Michael Hurley is the uh, president of uh, the association, and uh, he is the Ontario Council of Hospital Unions, by the way, which of course is part of CUPE. He joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to uh, shine the light on, on some of the numbers and the situation that we're facing these days. Michael, thank you for the time. It's good to have you with us again today. Oh, it's a real pleasure to be back, Bill. Thank uh, you so it much, was Brad. good. I, I know during the campaign, I mean, you know, rhetoric and campaign promises are a dime a dozen. We get that. But but you you were on the radar anyway. They were talking about hallway medicine. Are you are you eager and, and uh, are you optimistic that, that, that something's finally going to be done about this? Well, it was great to see that all the major political parties uh, embraced uh, the idea of uh, ending hallway medicine, including the uh, progressive conservatives who were successful. And so, um, you know, we hope that uh, everybody will stand by that commitment as we go forward now. Yeah, okay. But uh, when we look at some of the decisions that have been made, and I understand this is early days as far as this government is concerned, uh, they they seem to be cutting back on programs, not enhancing programs. That that's not a very good harbinger of things to come. No, I mean it was really discouraging to see a cut to the um, increase for mental health and addictions. This is an area where there's been a real uh, downsizing of institutional care, particularly in Hamilton, and um, a promise that never really fully materialized of providing supports of a clinical nature in the community and. Uh, not not to see that that $350 million commitment coming forward uh, was really troubling, for sure. And and as we discussed that when the government made that announcement, I mean, you know, it's one thing for them to, for, to say, well, you know, we're saving taxpayer money, but this is that was infrastructure money. I mean, we've got facilities that, are, that basically are in need of repair. I mean, everything gets old. We know that. If you're a homeowner, you understand that you've got to put money into the building in which you live or it's not going to fall apart. Uh, there's got to be a funding source for that, Michael. Well, I mean, this is a, you know, this is an area where it's like spending money on addictions. Bill, as you well know, is money tremendously well spent. Uh, Addictions drives crime. It drives deep uh, social problems. It makes families very, very uh, dysfunctional and unhappy. Uh, Spending money there, spending money helping people cope with mental illness and in 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 many cases to to recover from mental illness. This is this is a, a an investment by society that has huge rewards. So I mean, you can you can see it simply as a dollar, or you can see it as a you know as a dollar which you know is 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 truly helpful in healing people or helping them to heal. So uh, you know. Uh, you know, I I don't personally uh, understand how the government could not have honored its commitment to uh, support people with mental health and addictions. Well, and we did an hour-long program on the Global Network last week, and I was honored to be a guest on that show, and we talked about it at, at great length. And I, I'm wondering, Dave, or Michael, actually, did these guys even get it? I mean, politicians understand the cause and effect. Uh, we can look at statistics, and, and they're rather troubling when we talk about hospital capacity and overcapacity, but but do they go beyond that and say, well, why are those people needing to go into the hospital? Uh, if you're going to cut back on support services, the pressure is going to be on hospitals. Well, uh, you know, uh, politicians, unfortunately, often respond to pressure, and uh, the individual experiences of people, which is, you know, how this translates People bring their elderly parent to hospital. Uh, you know, sometimes they're turned away because there there just isn't capacity. Sometimes they're put on a stretcher for several days, which is like a, 
a narrow plank on wheels, which is located in a high traffic area, bright, noisy all the time, has no has no uh, allowance for dignified care or privacy and medical examinations. Uh, you know, uh, you know the individual experiences of people while they wait on those in those conditions for admission to a bed. Um, you know, are are hard to uh, hard to convey to politicians, but they do respond to pressure. So uh, the Ontario Healthcare Coalition has called a, a major demonstration in support of a, of an agenda for for good health care for people in Ontario on October 23rd. And I'm, we're certainly encouraging our members to go out and make a big show that there is huge popular support uh, for treating people better in a timely way, giving them access and giving them quality health care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.